Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dash Radio Show with your hosts, Don Wright DeBrantz and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome everybody to this Friday's Back Talk with the Wolf Pack and me. Come <laughs> nice to see everybody again. And uh, today we've got a pretty killer list of topics, and we're going to go ahead and and kick it off. Um, after Back Talk, we have our extended drive time with comedian Jeff Justice coming on um, to include him in uh, in today's drive time with the Wolf Pack. So stay tuned. Um, First things first, guys, uh, we have a new pope. Am I alone? <laughs> yes, we, we can't hear you. No, we can't. Don, we can't hear you. Okay, well, like, what does everybody think about this? Anybody have any opinions on the new pope? We saw the white smoke. It was super exciting. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. We have no one. Everyone can hear you. Oh. They can hear us? Yeah. Okay. Oh. So they can hear us, and that's the important okay. part. <laughs> so um, I, we, we're talking about the new Pope, you know? Um, white smoke came through, and we have a new Pope. Like, I know that back in the day with my grandparents, this was, like, a really, really big deal. Yeah, know? it happened really fast. Um. They chose a new pope really fast. Well, I mean, the way the old pope failed is a really interesting and very controversial thing, right? And and what do we know about this new pope? He's from Argentina, I believe. Argentina? Okay, well, it's on our list of things to discuss. Can anybody look up the new pope? Yeah, I know that he's... He's from Argentina. He was made a cardinal by Pope John Paul... And uh, he was originally one of the um, ideal running, uh, one of the people that was ideal for running for Pope when Pope Benedict took over. But after uh, once after once Pope Benedict sat down, it, it took two days, and they elected Pope Francis. And uh, he's, he's the first Latin American in modern times to lead the world's 1.2 billion Catholics. Wow. Right. Well, that's what they—that's what they were saying. They were saying that uh, the main reason why they elected him is that 40% of the Catholic population is in Southern America, and so that was to kind of kickstart. Uh, well, that's good. He says he's very like down to earth too. Like he takes the public transport every day. You know, he's based like the people's pope is what they're saying. But he's very, con- but he's very, he's very conservative. He's against divorce. He's against abortion. He's against same-sex marriage. He's the pope. Like the Wonka mobile, isn't it? It is a Wonka mobile. It is like the Wonka mobile. 
It's a glass fog that you can stand in and wave and do that. I get it. I'm just saying I never saw the parallel between Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory and the Wonka Vader and the Popemobile in the Vatican. And so now, thank you, Jeff. I wonder if it has white smoke or gray smoke. Does that have something that talks like Night Riders? Welcome. I wonder if he has an iPhone or an iPad. I poop. <laughs> you know, I know this is another list, but you just said I poop, so I have to throw a product plug out there. Um, we saw that movie, also that movie Envy, right? And they poo rise was the joke. But um, for Christmas, I bought everybody a gag gift. And it's actually one of the most incredible products in the whole world. And what's it called, Alex? Poopery. Poopery. This thing is unbelievable. <laughs> so, I'm just going to tell everybody about it. It's totally a non-technical product, but you spray it before you go, and then you spray it after you go, and it seals all odor and takes it off, and you can spray it into the air around you, and everything smells lemony fresh, and you would never know that you went number two. Next. Next, they'll be coming out like a, a, you know, almost like a Febreze knockoff, you know, like a Febreze. Febreze? <laughs> 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 All right, okay, so. Um, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> that was quickly. So, so we came out with the, the, we started talking about memes. And um, the, the conversation, because like, I, I said, well, what exactly is a meme? And um, I'm going to read it for all the old school who don't know what a meme is because everyone, all the new school guys here like, thought that I was kind of stupid to ask the question, I think, but I didn't know what it meant. So, I didn't know how to say it. <laughs> I thought it was you're, you're, <laughs> Something about meme. Because Jeff's old like me. Um, the term meme, M-E-M-E, is used in general to describe ideas, concepts, or units of information slash culture that may be replicated or spread from person to person, culture to culture, country to country, etc. Um, the author Richard Dawkins is credited with cloning the, coining the term in 1976. Fast forward to the Internet age where advances in media sharing and web technology have spawned a new breed of Internet memes with tendencies towards the random, nonsensical, and humorous, we think. So they came out with a, this one Squidoo page, had a top ten Internet memes of all time. Who wants to read it? We're going to talk about these I'll a little it. bit. I'll go off. Number one is LOL Cats. What was that? I don't know. Anybody? Small cats. Small cats. What was it, Amy? It's just funny pictures of cats with captions on it. Oh, that's right. right. I, I can have a cheeseburger. That's what we started. Cat. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, and, and for everybody who's listening to this, we're going to go ahead and have all of these linked to our blog on the dashradio.com with our top ten internet memes that, and that we're going to go ahead and talk about in a few minutes. Number two is Rick Roll, and I think everyone in this room and everyone listening has at least been Rick Rolled once. All right, so because I thought that was the most stupid thing I had ever seen in my life and couldn't believe that this guy with this one-bit wonder, or I think he has two of it, actually. Yeah, it was, but that's, a hit back then, and that's it was why it, it is an internet I meme, because it is. <laughs> he became an internet phenomenon. Right. All of my phenomenon right. because of this. He so rickrolled explain. national television. Explain national what it was. Television. National television got rickrolled during the Thanksgiving Day parade. 
So explain it. Almost somebody somebody explain what the Rick Roll was. The whole point of a Rick Roll is to get somebody to click a link or see a picture. It's a hidden link. Or you're sitting there and you're watching a movie and all of a sudden it, 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 pops, it, it, it pops. What's his name again? Rick, 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 Rick Ashley. Ashley. Yeah, it pops Ashley. up. And it's, it will want to give you a... You can't get it out of your head. I think that's no, right. You can actually get Rick Roll with mean. anything you do. Like if... I mean, you yeah, you think it's a anything. picture of you at a big at a barbecue. You can right? get in your car. And the reason the first song that plays is that song. You just got Rick Rolled. <laughs> the reason why it was so successful, and just like any other internet meme, is that it has to be easily remixable. That determines, determines the success of any meme. Is that you have to, it, yeah, is that someone can can cut and chop and make something their own out of it, and that you you almost ensure that. It'll be successful. Yeah, well, all right. Same with the Harlem Shake. Why did the Harlem Shake burn out so fast? Because everybody did it. It was easily remixable, and that's why it became a sensation. Right. And for those of you who didn't see our Harlem Shake, go to thedashradio.com. It'll be linked to, to one of our favorites. It was really fun. It was really funny. It was really old, really fast. And we'll make sure that we put ours on there and the one that John just showed me. Yeah, that one, by the Timberwolves. By the Timberwolves, about how I got really old really fast, because that was brilliantly done. All right, what's next? This is Sparta! (laughs) And what was this? Off of 300, the whole this is Sparta thing where he kicks the guy into the the giant hole of nothing. Uh Uh-huh. They paste his face. On face on face so many other scenes to recreate it and just put it. it's just it's a well, his, well, his face on yeah we notice his face on like anything and everything okay and screaming and stuff screaming this is Sparta or this is wherever they, whatever they're doing all right um all your base belong to us what is this Andy Andy that's you Andy that's what well, it's the most poorly translated video game uh of all time and I cannot remember what it's called now. Meaning, meaning, like, into English? Into English. Okay. And the line became famous because it's the most famous line that was translated to English was, all your race are belong to us, which is extremely <laughs> poor grammar. No sense. The reason why it became so popular is because somebody, like what Alex said, remixed it into a song, and, and that game song became viral. Zero Wing. Zero Wing, that's what it was called. <laughs> but the entire game was just poorly translated, and that just that was just a one-liner that stuck. Alex and, and I lived in Thailand. Uh, in for, for quite a while, and, and we used to watch really poorly translated, dubbed, pirated movies. In these <laughs> like those Japanese movies. Oh, they were dubbed. hysterical. Watching, like, watching um, what was the one, Dodgeball? Mm-hmm. You would not believe what they could do to what Vince Vaughn and, uh, and what's his name, Dialogue. Yeah, the, 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 the subtitles. The subtitles are translating the Thai version of the movie and the Thai language. Yeah, Thai people who speak Thai, English as a second language are are no. actually um, that's not exactly writing what, the English. That's not exactly what I was saying. I was oh. saying that the that the movie was written in the movie was dubbed in Thai, and then the translator is translating from the Thai language ah. to the English language. Right. And what makes sense in Thai doesn't make sense in the English language, and there's different translations for different words, and so you end up just getting butchered text throughout the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, one of the things we learned while we were over there, whenever we'd be looking at a food menu, we'd look at the pictures, and then we would sound out the English phonetically, and we'd be able to land. Like casserole, you wouldn't believe how they could spell the word casserole. 
but you could phonetically work it through. So it was really, really fun, a cultural experience, and um, and I'm sure that's probably the basis of all your base are belong to us. We have a commercial in one minute, so uh, let's try to get through a couple of these. Uh, Oolong, the pancake, the pancake rabbit. What number is that? Number five. five. Anybody? Yeah, that is just a picture of a rabbit with a pancake on it. Yeah, like a mini pancake. <laughs> and it looks like a, it looks like a little hat on his head. I have no idea why it got popular. I think it's just because the internet. Yeah. Probably because it was a small bunny yeah, rabbit. It was a cute rabbit with a pancake on it. Apparently, I don't spend enough time on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> pancake rabbit. I've never heard of pancake rabbit. Yeah. I didn't know his name. I saw yeah. the pictures, and that's all I knew about it. But, oh, really, owls? Oh, really? Is oh, really. The, oh, really is the meme. O-R-L-Y. Yeah. Oh, really. Yeah. People will put that on pictures. All right. Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that one's gold. <laughs> that one is gold. So and we're going to cover Leroy Jenkins right after this break. Do you run a home-based business? Are you looking under every rock for your next superstar diamond in the rough? Are you looking for leads in all the wrong places? Look no more. If you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you know you need the right tools in place to run your online business effectively. If you're brand new at your business and you are looking for top-notch training that will take you and your sales team to the next level, for email marketing, autoresponders, lead management systems, and more, Network Leads is what you need to prospect, communicate, manage, and support your customers and sales organizations. Just go to www.networkleads.com forward slash the dash radio and register for your free lead management system today. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now... Back to the show. Hello and welcome back to the Dash Back Talk with the World Pack and me, John Ray Brunch. And um, we are right now talking about the top ten internet memes of all time and then some of our favorites. And uh, for those of you who are just joining us, we're doing a second hour today with me and Jeff Justice, so make sure you stay tuned. Um, before we go ahead and continue, I just want to do a quick introduction. Um, for those of you who don't know the Wolfpack, and it, it, these guys became the Wolfpack um, for all of you who watched The Hangover um, in, in absolute honor of that film. These guys are they're my, my, my guys. These guys do all sorts of hard work every day to produce and create and drive traffic and and write and create content and do internet marketing and do video and artistry and everything that you could ever want to know about what's going on with the Dash and uh, with the projects that I do, I do it with these guys. And so they deserve a whole lot of credit and that's why they have their own show. And I'm just kind of here to be the progesterone and estrogen presence in the room. Um, but um, we've got, just everybody, give a shout out, tell them who you are. Alex is here. Aaron is here. Andy is here. Jeff is here. Hey, it's John. 
And that's them. Okay. So back to internet memes. We were on Leroy Jenkins. All right. Leroy Winkins. That thing was crazy. Who was Leroy Jenkins? It was a World of Craft, World of, World of Warcraft video, and the guys were talking about it's a, it's they were they were putting in a lot of detail as to how they were going to come into this room and attack everybody that was in the room, and they even had the probability of their success rate calculated and everything, and they had a strategy as to who was going to go in first and then who was going to come in last, and then it's an achievement for the game. You got to destroy. There's all these like these certain dungeons you're in, and I actually got the achievement. It's like all these like a hundred or something, or two hundred different enemies that you have to kill within, like, 11 seconds, and that's why it's so seriously calculated and why it was so... Once you get it, it's like, Levi Jenkins! This is the big old achievement you get. Ah, oh, but that, was, that, that, but that started because, because of him. Yeah. yeah, because of him. Yeah. They had this entire thing planned out and they, how they were going to, like, well, it's an instance, and yeah. they... Uh, he just kind of just dove into it by himself. He instead of going with the plan, he just yells his name, his character's name out, runs in and dies immediately. Everybody <laughs> follows him, and they all die too because they didn't go by the plan. Leeway <laughs> <laughs> Jenkins was created by uh, Ben Schultz. Ben Schultz. He's the player of Leeway Jenkins. Right. Yeah. Okay. And they scream, Leroy. And he's like, you know, the guy's like, we have a 36.6% chance of completing this mission, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, let's do this. Leroy! <laughs> <laughs> all right, got it. Very funny. Yes. All right, it got funnier. It's, it's over 9,000. <laughs> Favorite. Yeah. This never stopped in my house for I don't know how long. You guys loved that one. It's from it's a rise from an old Japanese cartoon character named Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. You remember me watching that? Yeah, one but so wasn't it Oprah who got spoofed with oh, it? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Well, she got it popular. She got she got spoofed. It was popular before yeah. before her, but someone someone decided to troll Oprah and say that they were starting a child uh, uh, a male um, watch list or something of child. They were tra- they were a group of they were a group of child molesters and they were over nine thousand penises strong. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Oprah and Oprah said that on national television and she trolled herself on national television. When you say troll, what does it mean? Like you know the goofy guy in the picture, like like you take a nice picture of somebody there's a dude in the background who's like making a weird face or something like that. That's like trolling. Like you just you like screw with people without that knowing. Yeah. You're screwing with people. You're screwing with people. Screwing with people in general. Like on the internet, when you screw with people on the internet, you are trolling. Okay. You are. You are. You are. Yeah. You are acting like a troll. You're trying to, you know, get a rise out of someone or that's what somebody. Okay. Like the troll under the bridge. Right. Yeah. Andy is the quintessential troll. Ah. Andy is a troll. Okay. I completely understand who this person is. All right. Number nine is epic fail. Epic fail. That's absolutely anything. Anything. Yeah. Just fail video. Anything that's a fail. Oh, and jumps this huge rip, and then he ends up, like, just face planting or something. I think nailed it is a little better than epic fail, but that's just my Nailed it, yeah. Sarcastic nailed it. Nailed it, yeah. Loyalty, my girl. I have no idea. Me neither. Who put that one on there? It's in the top ten. The top ten. Well, it shows you how much into it we are. We don't know what Loyalty, my girl is. But we'll find it. Yeah. Okay. 
So now is it our it's favorite? The anime our favorite. Our favorite. It's the dash. Number one is over 9,000. We love that one. Used every five minutes of the day. Uh-huh. Uh, number two, Double Rainbow. All right, so I'm going to talk about Double Rainbow because I insisted this one be on the list because this Mississippi guy is he's clearly stoned. It mm. sounds like he's tripping on acid for sure. <laughs> hey, it's medicine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all called medicine. He was on medicine. <laughs> he was on medicine. His pharmacist gave him. Oh, is that what you said? Well, probably what happened. Oh, you're <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, he's, he's got this video camera running, and he sees a rainbow. And then he sees the double rainbow. And it is the most hysterical five minutes of this guy like giggling like a little kid is seriously happy about seeing a double rainbow and it made it made me laugh and, and I know that it, it was everywhere for a while. I well, wish, there's I a game that, there's that, a game that, that has double rainbow in there. What, what game is that that has the, the double rainbow, the Xbox Live game? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was something we did. Well, that was it's like trolling. They like put a double rainbow. rainbow on there or something. Minecraft? I think it was Minecraft. Yeah, I think it was Minecraft. It had a double rainbow. Or... Yeah, it was in a lot of different places on the internet for a while. There would be a picture of a rainbow, and you'd click, and it's a double rainbow. <laughs> okay, and then Alex and, and John have that this one, this is their favorite. Most interesting man in the world. Like, uh, I don't always use emotion cons, but when I do, I'm talking to a girl. I just think, yeah, I think that it's just a really, it's just really clever marketing campaign because you get to, by claiming to be the most interesting man in the world, you get to say the most just ridiculous, ridiculous things. Ridiculous things. Like, yeah. how often is like wrestling a shark or something? Yeah. yeah. Bigfoot takes pictures of him, you know? Yeah. They say things like that. He doesn't refuse to bite him surely out of respect. Yeah. He has a miniature baby giraffe. Have you seen that commercial? No. He's got like oh, baby giraffes. He has inside jokes with people he's never met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's won the Lifetime Achievement Award twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He is the most interesting man in the world. Yeah. When he doesn't, uh, yeah. Okay. Of course, he's got to be drunk the whole time. He's really up there with Chuck Norris, who we rated in. He really is. He's like Chuck Norris. His name is Jonathan. Chuck Norris doesn't Chuck Testa. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that's another meme that wasn't on the list. Yes, it is. Chuck Norris is on the list. No, Chuck, Chuck Testa. Testa. Oh, Chuck Testa. Is a meme, though. We didn't put him on the list. Testa. He's a taxidermist. He's very... Apparently, he's working because his razor failed by 22% because he started the camp. Chuck Testa? The uh, the yeah, Dosikis man. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't drink. I didn't drink Dosikis until those commercials started. Because <laughs> I want to be as cold as you. Yeah. yeah. We we had a keg of Dosikis in a yep. in a keg. Yeah. Yeah. We all drink like Bigfoot. <laughs> 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 Number four is winning. Winning. Hashtag winning. winning. Charlie Sheen annoys me till no end. I can't believe he made it. I have anything to say about White in the top ten. Come on, he's awesome. Come on. Oh my God, he's made a mockery of addicts. 
How? He kept he made he made a mockery of he made a mockery of made a mockery of himself. But the, in, in the process of making a mockery of himself, he set a Guinness World Record for fastest person to a million Twitter followers. He's got another TV series deal after after Two and a Half Men dropped him, and he's still getting talked about by people. And like today, he's still addicted and. It's his family is like blown up, and yeah, he likes to party. So people really the don't, people don't care. People don't care because because, because Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen isn't thing. out in the public. Like he was, he was out in the public, and he was making a spectacle of himself with his video blogs and all that kind of stuff like that. But people were interested because we like to watch these kinds of things. We like to watch, <laughs> we like to watch people fall apart. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's not like Charlie Sheen's a role model. Just rubbernecking. Rubbernecking at a fatal accident. He's a, he's a crash victim. Right. Well, I mean, look at Britney Spears. People like to watch the disaster unfold right in front of them. Really? That's why tabloids exist. Yeah. They like to unfold the disaster. <laughs> <laughs> they like to unfold the disaster page by page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 People can see the tears down. They're just not falling apart. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if he's gotten help. I haven't followed it or anything. You know, I just know that back when he, all this was happening, you know, he's coming onto these shows and he's making these quotes and he's like, you know, he's all sketched out and sweating and you know. Well, when he started, when he started those campaigns, when he started that campaign, prior to starting those campaigns, his family had seized control of his life, essentially legally seized control of his life. Mm-hmm. So, I would think that hopefully. Yeah. They're like identical to each other. Martin Sheen, they are Sheen. one strong yeah. 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 The whole like middle, like the eyes and the cheek structure. All right, now we got Velociraptors. Velociraptor. It's a pun on Velociraptor. No. It's Velociraptor. It's a Velociraptor. He's got his like a talon on his chin, and he's looking up in the air like he's thinking. And it's all it's got. Millions of pictures of a bunch of different funny things, and I have a couple of them. And uh, one of them is, if nothing sticks to Teflon, how do they get it to stick to the pan? <laughs> That's a really good point. <laughs> all of them are really good, and some of them are really sketchy, so I won't read all of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if the pen is mightier than the sword, why do actions speak louder than words? <laughs> <laughs> and number six, the game. Okay. I just lost, I just lost the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just lost the game. All right, so I'm going to, I'm going to complain yeah. about this story. Um, the game, so in 2007 when Alex told me about this game, that the only time that everyone's playing and that the object of the game is to not think about the game and that any time you think about the game, you lose. And that when you lose, you have to announce that you lose to somebody else. And I thought, wait, so the object of the game is to not think about the game and why did you tell me about the game? And... I said, that's the most stupid thing I've ever heard. And I really did think it was the most stupid thing I ever heard. And then we're in Africa, in the middle of nowhere at a gas station, with a surfer that were driving up the N2 with to go check out his surf community. And he goes, oh, bugger, I lost the game. And I went, what? And... That's when I found out that the game is a worldwide phenomenon. So if anybody... Now that everyone who has listened to this explanation of the game, you are all now playing the game. 
And you have a window. We give it 30 minutes from the time you lost the game to the next time you can qualify to lose the game. You can look it up on the on Wikipedia under the game. Mental game. The mental game is what it's called. So check it out. But that those them them be the rules. And now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Savage Smokes is a new site on the scene dedicated to the trending electronic cigarette industry. If you are looking into e-cigs as an alternative to tobacco and have been disappointed by the ones you picked up at the gas station or have kept your money in your pocket because you didn't know which one to buy, head to SavageSmokes.com for honest and up-to-date electronic cigarette reviews on most e-cigs you see on the shelves. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronx and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now... Back to the show. Hello and welcome back to the Dash Radio and Back Talk during Drive Time Fridays. And I'm Dawn Rice Ross and the rest of the Wolf Pack is here. And we are just finishing up our top 10 list, uh, or actually it's our top 12 list of <laughs> internet memes. Um, if you want to know about memes and how they've been created and originated, go back and listen. We're going to go ahead and put up a post on this over at thedashradio.com shortly. So where were we, Doug? Well, actually, we're, we're on number seven. Sad Keanu. <laughs> this is Alex, Alex's meme. All right. It's one of my favorite uh, internet memes. Basically, <laughs> Keanu Reeves got caught several times, but the most infamous one is he's sitting on a park bench with his head in his hand like this, and he looks really sad. Mm-hmm. So they started taking said Keanu and basically putting him and cropping him in all these different pictures and all these different instances. And, uh... Wow, he does look really sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just eating a sandwich on a park bench. <laughs> really and then sad. he did it again with, a, with like, a biker helmet in his hand or a, a scooter helmet in his hand. And there's, I mean, if you look on the internet, it's everywhere. Sad, sad Keanu. There are hundreds and hundreds of pictures of Sad Keanu and everything. I mean, in four guys. It's been a while since I've looked One is the one where it's a, it's a, a picture of a birthday party, and it's a bunch of kids, and one of the kids is blowing out the candles, and he's sitting in the background with the party hat on, all sad. <laughs> Keanu, and then I guess he came on a radio show, and he was like, I wasn't really sad. 
when I was sitting on the bench, you know, and like start talking about a bunch of other things. But... He always sounds like he's surfing. <laughs> yeah, point break did that to him. All right, yeah, okay. Ted Adventure did that to him. Yeah, 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 that's right. You're dating yourself, Jeff. <laughs> Charlie, why are you going to be Roxanne? Charlie, 
we are as a team and as a company sharing really, really good bucks per person for the whole year um, for our team to have what? How many terabytes, John? I think we're at 1.4. It's 1.4. 1.4 terabytes. Right, and so it's like more than we'll never use all three. We'll That's amazing. We are developers. Danny has well, Danny can sell a lot of space, but he can. I mean, he had like one or two terabytes. He, he was a coder. He's he a coder, and he barely filled them up. So. Right. So, so that's the bottom line. We really like this particular software, and they just bought mailbox. Mailbox. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean for that company? No, I, I don't know. I'm speculating right now. I guess it's it's um just everything that you would do with the computer, putting it all in the cloud and everything like that. And I don't I honestly don't know what. Uh, and they don't want to leverage Dropbox said they want to leverage some of Mailbox's technology to aid with the whole emailing process that Dropbox has. Um, and Mailbox managed to queue up I think 1.2 million people for their app in a waiting list. I mean, I was on the waiting list for a while and I got it. Um, you can only integrate Gmail into it right now. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, have, it doesn't yeah. have that much use to me. I have a Gmail account, but I've got a lot of other, you know, services that I need to be able to either integrate by IMAX, <coughs> and you can't do that yet with Mailbox. Though it does look like a cool yeah, way like to manage your inbox, it's not... Super effect. It's not serving me that well yet. Right. All right. What else do we want to talk about? Yahoo CEO bans telecommuting. So I have a real issue with this kind of stance because I've been telecommuting for 15 years. I have worked from home. I have worked really, really well from home. And all of us are sitting in our home office right now, and we have created great things together as a team of people and at home-based entrepreneurs, um, and we, we love working from home. I mean, if I cannot roll out in my sweat and, you know, with a cup of coffee and one eye open for my first business meeting, then I'm not going to my first business meeting. <laughs> it's permanently unemployable. And I'm not really understanding why she feels the way she does. Does anybody get it? She said in her statement that when you have groups of your team working remotely, it doesn't foster collaboration. And she thinks that if everybody stops working, well, if the people that are working from home actually came in and checked into a Yahoo office for the day, that they would be able to collaborate more effectively as a company had a bunch of remote teams. Uh, That's basically the stance that she took from it, but a lot of people are in an uproar about it because the reality is, is that with Items like with tools like Google's, Google, I mean Google Drive, Basecamp, Drop, Dropbox, uh, Photoshop, uh, Adobe Creative Cloud services, and Skype and Google Hangouts. You you can imitate the you can come so you close to yeah you can you can come so close to imitating an in-room experience away from the office that why I don't understand how, you know, it, it gets in the way of collaboration. I mean, especially us, we all work from home. We do have the benefit that we all work from home and we all live in the same house, so we all work, you know, so yeah, it makes it a little it's easier. Our home office for 14 years is in North Carolina. Right. I mean, I've worked with that home office 
all over the world, like all over the world. And I had never, it was like I was in the same room with the, with the owner of that company right. for 12 years. Yeah, and I find that people that are working remotely, they, you know, they make, they, you get to define your own hours for sure, um, but you, all, you, you, also, you also get somebody that isn't just motivated by they have to be at the office by a certain amount of time and then they check out of the office by a certain amount of time. These people are motivated to start their day and they have to motivate themselves because they're the only people that they're responsible for. I mean, you, you know, uh, it takes, there's a certain level of, drive that you need to have to work from home. Yeah, it just takes a certain kind of person, but I don't think that any company should, like, lock off the potential that they, the potential reach for really great skill sets and to, and to make people transfer in order to work for that particular company. Um, you know, like, I mean, there is this, like, Scott Allen, who we love, and Peter Mangles, our co-host and, you know, and one of my really tight friends that we've been working together and creating stuff with, I mean, we we do not have a problem collaborating. Uh, (laughs) There's just no issue whatsoever. So I think think that's the bottom line. It takes a special kind of person to collaborate, but I think that, you know, throwing baby out with the bathwater is Mm short-sighted. Yeah, the only thing that I could truly see you know, sometimes being an issue, but it's not a prevalent issue. It's just sometimes it's an issue is that things get uh, things get lost in text. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, people's emotions, exactly. people's yeah. emotions. You can read into what's being said through text, so sometimes that can create unnecessary. I think a lot of times it creates more right. than what it is. Yeah, for because, sure. because the, the, you're not getting any of the emotions of that person or the facial expressions or the hand gestures. You're automatically assuming that they're chewing your ass out when actually they're just like kidding around or something. Right. Sure. Or vice versa. Sure. Yeah. yeah, whatever your mood is, is their mood. Right. Right. All right. And we're going to check in right after this break. Are you in a run about your taxes? No more with this simple template. Your business deserves the best, and so do you. Try our simple bookkeeping formulas. You'll look organized, find your receipts, and you might even get a write-off. One thing is for sure, you'll thank us. Visit bit.ly forward slash the dash taxes. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash D-A-S-H taxes. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the dash radio. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to the last segment of today's Back Talk with John and the Wolfpack. And um, we're just going over some, some software that, and some websites that, that we recommend, some, some technology news that's taken us all back. And um, MSN Messenger is gone. There's gray smoke, Jeff. <laughs> no, actually, there's white smoke. They have decided. Who, where, where did they go? Skype. Skype. taking over. So I personally dig Skype. Um, one thing that I'm going to go ahead and tell on Skype about, because it's, it's a huge piece of information that people need to know, Skype's peer-to-peer file is, is shared space. 
Okay, and one thing that we've learned, because we've used Skype, all of us used Skype, and we still do, for all of our interpersonal communications, um, for all of our workflow and everything, when we love it. It's awesome. But what you need to know about Skype is the longer that you leave it on, the more of your connectivity and space it will use. It becomes reliant on you because it knows that you're on and you stay on as a consistent connection. So it will rely on you more. So always make sure that you sign off on your Skype daily or every couple of days so that you don't do what we found out, which was, where is my Internet connection? <laughs> I have no speed. I don't know what's going on. Um, but uh, other than that, man, it's kept us connected with everyone we care about all over the world for, for me for at least, I think, 10 years now, maybe eight years. But uh, what do you guys think? I love Skype. I, I think it's just that MSN was like one of the very first along with like AOL and or like, like mm-hmm. AOL and Messenger and a couple of like others like that that it's been like around for the past I mean it's been around twenty years, you know, it's like and now it's just all of a sudden gone. Yeah. You know? So a lot of people a lot of like, kind of like tweet. older business Which tweet is there, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they're just not made by hosts. But Wow. Yeah. It's no, somebody bought a financial firm. Somebody bought it. Bought, yeah. Oh, and brought it back. And brought it back. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh. At least you need to buy it. Maybe somebody will rebuy it. I think Aaron already ate it. It's just, it's just <laughs> you ate the Twinkies? No. In the garage? No. no. Over the fridge? Yeah, no. In the box? I didn't eat those. That was here. So come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think just the cat did it. Was Susie Q's maybe? I think Susie did it. All right. But it was just a huge, like, huge instant I mean, they must, well, they must not have had a lot of people anymore. But no, I know. yeah. I mean, you got to figure. When they said, I mean, I started getting emails a couple months ago that they were going to make the transition, and I was like, who still uses MSN? Not anymore more recently. Because right, so many people, it was like you had to have AOL to talk to AOL people. MSN yeah, to talk to MSN people. Yeah, Yahoo Messenger. 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 Yahoo Well, what are we talking about today? Mm -hmm. I I keep coming up with really good ideas. What was it that I told you about today? The wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Aging yourself again. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was about my favorite bathrobe. And and ten years ago, I bought cashmere bathrobes at this really awesome place, um, this spa that we were at in Laguna Beach. And I said it was the best bathrobe I ever had, and I bought three of them. And I just bought the replacements for those because I wore them every day for a decade. And do you know that I find out that right after I discovered them, Oprah discovered them. So she made them absolutely famous, and they went absolutely to the moon. So casuare.com, go check them out. The world's best bathrobe, telling you. Don and Oprah That's right. Don and Oprah say so. <laughs> All right, and, and we're going to be wrapping it up in about one minute, but we saw a couple of movies on, oh, four minutes, okay. Uh, we saw a couple of movies, and we're going to go see Oz. We're going off to see The Wizard on Sunday for Andy's birthday family fun celebration. 
Um, we're going to go do go-karts and, and putt-putt and odds all together as one big clan. But um, we we just saw a couple of things on satellite um, on Cinema Now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and both we, we saw Life of Pi and we saw Sinister. I'm just going to say since last night I'm still a little shook up over Sinister. No, I wouldn't even go get my juice by myself. I made Alice go with me. Wow. <laughs> I thought I was going to be worried sleeping. But I oh, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't really scary. Oh, it wasn't scary. You could call everyone. Once you figured out how to beat him at the end, I was like, okay, now I'm yeah. cool. I know not to move out of a house that's possessed. You have to stay yeah, there. Yeah, just stay there. At least I'm going to change my head. You have to be scarier than the ghost. You just got to keep your eyes on the screen. You have to be scarier than the guy. This is the guy who is run by... Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, she's getting scarier than the ghost. You gotta just go run at the ghost screaming. No, you're not. I know. No, ghost is gonna want to Don't we have a virus that's crazier than it is? Do <laughs> we have a paranormal expert coming on? We do. We, we should do. ask him if it's a more effective technique to be scarier than the ghost. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I don't know. I don't know. I there was a, a ambient glow during the day. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so um the life of pie. Great flick. That's Great. on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. I don't know why they're side by side in our list. Yeah. <laughs> it's a neat, interesting. It sparked like three different heavy religious conversations for us. Yeah. No, spiritual. Yeah, yeah spiritually, yeah, that's a better way to put it. I think it's just interesting to see how a zebra, a monkey, a tiger, a hyena, and a human live on that boat. All or don't. Or don't. <laughs> what can happen with that many different kinds of, you know? Well, I think that. The, the entire thing, and even where it sourced from, was just a really fascinating story. And the island was really cool. Yeah. I thought because everything about the creative side of that and, and the spiritual principles at play was just a really well done movie, beautifully done, very beautifully visual, beautiful visually. Yeah, yeah. totally. I would, I mean, if you haven't seen it, I'd recommend that you see it. It is not money wasted. It is an excellent. Or time. It's worth your two hours for sure. All right. So that is it. We're going to go ahead to go extra, and then we're going to go scoop up just justice, so stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Thanks for listening to the show. At The Dash, we know that your time is precious, and your choosing to spend it with us means a lot. To get reminders for our live shows that happen every Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, click follow on the top of any show. Also, subscribe to our blog for articles, inspirations, and great products and services for your ever-growing business at the dashradio.com. For an upcoming mobile experience, text DASH to 37404. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Again, thanks for spending some of your Dash with us. We look forward to talking with you again soon. <laughs>